is up, guys? This is Podcast 419, and we are all about unpacking what it means for us to make and send disciples who love and live like Jesus. And in order to do that, we are having conversations about the highs and lows of doing life together. There is no conversation too big, no topic that is off the table. Thank you so much for joining us and making us a part of your week. Let's jump into this episode. What is up, guys? I'm Josh, and this is Brian, and we are Podcast 419. Be sure, before we start, like, subscribe, hit the bell button, do all the clicky things uh, to make sure you can keep up. Yeah, man, come on. To make sure you can keep up to date with everything that we are doing each week. Brian, what are we talking about today? So today, man, I'm I'm honestly glad you were able to sit down and have this conversation. I'm a very busy man. Busy man? Well, I got a topic for you because we are talking all about busyness. We're not talking about business. We already had a conversation about that, talking about the money, talking about grind Uh, culture, but we're talking about busyness. And so when we talk about busyness, what what do we really mean? Like, What's a definition we can get for them? Yeah, I I think it's overcrowding our schedules, right? Mm. And so not leaving, we talk about having margin in our lives uh, for relationship, for our time with Jesus. Like like we need margin, like we're designed, like that's why in creation there was a day of margin, right? Like day Mm -hmm. seven, like it's a day of rest. Uh, And so by design, we were created to need that. Uh, but by default, so the difference between like design, we're created to be default where we naturally gravitate. Okay. By default, at least for me and for many of us, I gravitate towards busyness and just filling that schedule up. Yeah, I, I get that. And so you're using the word margin a lot. And when I think of that, I think of like a piece of paper. You know, you got the pink oh, yeah. line, you got the end. What do you mean by margin? Yeah, just having space, right? Okay. So like day seven, having space for rest to reset. Uh, to, to press into my relationship with Jesus. And mm. for me, like I've got a family, instead so of press in with my family as well, like I need margin so that I can recharge, reset, and be be prepared uh, for everything that I'm called to take part in throughout the rest of the week. Okay. And so when you don't have that, so say the unhealthy version of Josh. Oh, yeah. Right? We, I, I don't know if I've seen him a ton. Uh, he's around. I don't know what he, he looks he like. He hangs out. He hangs out. He looks he, very similar to me. He just sounds different. He does. He's got a deeper voice. He's got a deeper voice. You th- do you think other people, some of the people watching, can agree with that? That, hey, he looks the same, or she looks the same, but he just sounds a little bit different. Did you just, like, did you call like throw in, like, you called me a she in the middle of that? No, I'm, I'm talking about the viewers. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying, look, we were going to talk about this, but we just got a little busy. Uh, we, we, we got down to But here, here's the thing. All right, so, so this is the culture in America is like, hey, living like it's, it's all about the dream, mm. right? Like I can be anything that I want to be if I work hard enough. Like I, I was taught that as a kid. Yeah. And so is that, a, is that a biblical statement? Is that right for us to drive towards it? Is that, that a direction we should be moving in? Yeah. Is it? I would say no. And here's why I would say no. Because if we're continuing to try to work towards these things and, and, and really fill up our schedule to try to get what we want or do the things that we want, we're going to continue to start pushing things out of our lives that really do matter yeah. to us. And so uh, being married, like I know if I get really frustrated or I get really overloaded and I just get super busy within my life, 
one of the I, I really mentally check out and emotionally check out yeah. when I am with my wife. And so I have to be very intentional about not doing that. I know that's how it is for me. Yeah, we, we gotta prioritize the priorities, mm-hmm. right? Like we, we gotta make what's most important uh, the most important thing. And it's so difficult and so easy to to fall into other gravitations, other default yeah. um, b- ways of life. Yeah. And for me, uh, I really have to focus on, okay, so what did Jesus do? Like how did because he didn't lack busyness, yeah. right? Like Jesus was a busy dude. Like Very he was busy. getting after it. Yeah. Uh, but I also see in scripture there, there were times where he he pulled away. Like so so often he was like, hey, okay, so Jesus left the crowd. Mm-hmm. And like Jesus went off and he did his thing. And so I have to find that that balance between, okay, I've got work to do. Like I've got a mission field. I've got a life that I got a family that I need to provide for. Yeah, definitely. Uh, at the same time, my family wants me to be present. And at the same time, uh, Jesus has a meeting with me every morning, and yep. it's up to me to to meet him there. Mm-hmm. Like at the same time, like I've got different relational things that tasks can easily push out. And so, Brian, how do you keep relationship the priority when there's so many tasks at hand? Yeah, so I, I have to really understand what tasks are important. They're kind of non-negotiables, like these have to get done. And I also have to understand what can be put on the back burner. Like it's it's not super urgent because when I delegate those things and I have it broken up into those pieces, I'm able to understand, okay, I got to make time for this. And then the rest of the stuff, if I don't get to, then that's okay. Because yeah. if I don't set that, if I don't be intentional in that sense, then all of these other priorities in my life, such as my relationship with Jesus, my relationship with my wife, being a good coworker, those things will get put automatically out of place because of these other things coming in. And so for me, it's just having a lot of intention and being intentional about the things that I'm prioritizing in that sense. Yeah, I even mentioned to you earlier, like I, I had to, there was a point in my life where I had to map out my life. Yeah. Right, like so, I had to map out who God has created me to be, and so so I was writing it down in my quiet time, uh, and it was like, hey, I'm a son. Like first thing, I'm son of the King. Like that's mm-hmm. who I am. Number two, I'm a husband. Number three, I'm a dad. And so like, those two, like if you want to put family in a block, you've got that. And then next, it comes down to some work stuff that that I'm called to take part in. Yeah, like that's the that's the hierarchy of my life. Yeah, but does my life reflect that prioritization that I've set up? Yeah, because uh, I think for me, when I get hurried, um, which I, I, listen, Jesus was very busy, but I never saw him hurry anywhere. Yeah, uh, and when I get hurried, there are things in my life that get hurried out. Yeah, uh, and those things, uh, time with Jesus, like that's a big one. Like that's usually the first to go. If I'm stressed and I'm busy, um, my time with Jesus is is shot, and that's yeah. not a good thing. That's not mm-hmm. a design thing. That's by default. And I have to fight against that tendency to, to push Jesus out when really um, the busier I am, the more I need time with him. Yeah. So what is it? What is maybe something that you do in your life? So whether it's your relationship with Jesus, whether it's your relationship with your family, you know, being a husband, yeah, being good. a dad, what does it look like for you on a daily basis to prioritize them over maybe other things that are less trivial? Yeah, so so I have to schedule, like I'm a schedule guy, okay. um, and the only reason I'm a schedule guy is because I'm not a schedule guy. Like like my, my world turns into chaos Out of necessity. so quick. Yeah, like I will drown. I will drown right here on dry land. And so 
uh, I have to schedule things. And so I yeah. schedule my time with Jesus. Like I, like he knows when we're meeting the next day, I know when he's meeting with me. And, and if I miss it, like he still showed up. Like I know that's yeah. just who Jesus is. Mm. Uh, and it's on me to, to be there with him, to dive in. Uh, family is another piece, right? Like I've got intentional time that I have to build out uh, with my bride and with my daughter, uh, we've got family day on Saturdays, and so we make it a priority. Mm. Like that's our time. We're yeah. not we're not out and about. I'm not going off with the guys. Like we try to make that that that's our time to get together as a unit, uh, to press in, to press in with Jesus, uh, to have fun, uh, because family and time with Jesus should be fun. Like I enjoy it, uh, and so those are kind of some blocks in my schedule that I have set up even after like after bedtime. Like yeah. it's a set thing that Jenny and I we hang out, mm-hmm. uh, and there are days where like work's been really hard for her and she's yeah. tired and she goes to bed or maybe I'm going to be, like there are days but the norm for us and the priority for us is always hey this is our time like yeah. like little girls off to bed now now it's us time let's cuz you got to date your wife and my wife's awesome so yeah it's pretty cool yeah you just have to be really intentional about the time that you do have with them cuz as human beings there's it's it's finite you know the time that we have the energy we're able to put into that And so because of that, there's a lot of tasks and there's a lot of things that in life are going to be pulling us in different directions. And so if you're not intentional with setting the time that you have with your relationship with Jesus, with your family, with these things that you prioritize, then those things are just going to get pushed off. So you really have to make those things solid. And what I like, what I hear you saying is you make it a routine too, because then when you miss it, something's off. And I feel it. Yeah. Like, I, I feel that, especially my time with Jesus. Like, uh, it's a, it's an author uh, from a book we like to call The Divine Mentor, uh, but he talks about it. He's like, hey, if I don't read, if I don't spend time with Jesus day one, I feel it. Yeah. Day two, my wife feels it. Day three, you're going to feel it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, and that's a reality for me. Uh, so I have to make that a key part of my routines. Yeah. And so what would you say for somebody, maybe they're not a, a believer, or maybe they're very new in their faith? What yeah. do you, what should be the number one priority for them so that it doesn't get pushed out in busyness of life? Yeah, I, I would say it's so easy, right? Like, and I even I do this with students because I'm a student pastor, mm-hmm. uh, where I'll ask them, "Hey, what are your pri- like top priorities?" Yeah, and the, and it'll be like family, school, Jesus, like, and listen, like whether you know him or not. Um, here's the here's the deal. If you are an infant Christian, like you just started this thing out, we've literally every Christian has been there. There's yeah. no shame in it. Yeah. Uh, Man, your priority should begin to know him. Mm-hmm. Like he's got to be number one. And if you don't know him, the chances of it being true should be exciting enough to want to at least try to figure out who he is. Yeah. Right. And so, so I would say, hey, regardless of where you are, and this is true for spiritual parents, like it do, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Number one needs to be time with Jesus. Yeah. And then a lot of times that's going to define my other my other things. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get that because. All of the things that happen in my relationship with Jesus, and, and if I'm communing with Him, overflows in me, and it, it rolls out onto everybody else. So, like you, as the person who disciples me, also my coworker, um, my wife, being the person I have the closest relationship to, uh, with a human on this earth, yeah. right? And so, I want to look more like Jesus, and I want them and the people around me to feel that because of my relationship with Him, and because of that, because of the implications it has on so many things. I want that to be my first priority. Yeah, and it's so it, it's so and this is not to shame anybody because it is so easy for it to shift. Mm-hmm. Right? Like drift is a natural thing. You you step in you step in the ocean or in, in anything with a current 
and you spend an hour there and you look up, you're you're 50 you're feet, gone. 100 feet down, down the beach trying to figure out where your family is. Yeah. Uh, so like drift is a natural thing. It's all about being anchored and about re- resetting and, and really mm-hmm. getting back to um, the design versus the default. Yeah. Right. Like like really pressing into that. And a cool example in scripture, I think, is is Mary and Martha. Yeah. Right. Like we, and if you don't know it, like like Mary is at the feet of Jesus, and you've got Martha there, who's just like like kind of getting all the work done and like doing the dishes, doing yeah. the chores, making sure that it's nice because Jesus is there, and you want your house to be presentable. Got to look good. Yeah. And she and she says to Jesus, "He's like, hey, are you going to tell her to help me? Yeah. Like like I'm over here doing all the work. You going to tell her to help me? And, and Jesus replies, "Hey, like Mary has chosen the better option. Yeah. Uh, because she's with me. Yeah." And man, that's just that creates pause in me mm-hmm. uh, when I'm so busy that I don't have time for my Creator, and I don't have time for when I've got the list of that hierarchy, right? Of, yeah. of what my biggest priorities are when it's it's son, husband, father, minister, minister of the gospel. Like yeah. when it's all those things, like man, there should be a pause in me when I'm doing the dishes and not at the feet of Jesus. Yeah. And, and my wrestling with that, because that that is the reality, is that uh, the creator, the person who is our designer, would rather us be in his presence than really trying to get all of these things yeah. ready to be in his presence, right? He just wants us. He wants us to be available. But my wrestling is, man, what does it look like to just get rid of those tasks? Like, does that mean that those tasks that I'm supposed to be doing or say in that instance with Martha... Does it mean that the house isn't supposed to be ready or like she's supposed to just forget about all of her obligations and tasks that she's supposed to have? Yeah, it's a reality. We live in a world where things need to get done. It has to. Okay, and I even look at it, I look at Jesus and there was a point uh, where John the Baptist died. Yeah. Right, and right after that, Jesus was like, hey, I'm gonna get on a boat because there's a crowd here and I gotta get alone. And so he gets on a boat and they get onto the next shore and says the crowd followed them around. Uh, and so there's a reality to like, like Jesus, like, hey, I've got, I've got things to do, right? But I need to get alone. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? That the crowd comes, yeah. and that's where we see the feeding of the five thousand. Because at the same time, the enemy wants me to believe that people are obstacles, mm-hmm. right? And he wants me to say, hey, like, you've got a task to do, you got things to do. Because easily he could have been like, hey, I need to recharge. I'm on empty. New task. I'm not shepherding these people. The new task is I need to get alone. Yeah. He says, no, no, no. Like, hey, I, people aren't an obstacle for me. I love people. I'm mm-hmm. here for people. I, I I care about these people. And so I'm going to teach them and I'm going to feed them. And then after that, he sneaks away and gets what he needs. Uh, but the reality is for me and for I think for, for everybody yeah. is if people are an obstacle, then I can't be side by side with Jesus mm-hmm. because Jesus was never viewing them as an obstacle. He was always viewing them as a a place where he could minister and love and shepherd. And when he needed to get away, because because we do, and like we said, we need margin, mm-hmm. um, he still was prioritizing people. Uh, the detriment, though, is making sure that we are finding margin. After he fed those people, he still got alone. Yeah. And like not just like alone with his disciples, he got alone. He sent them on a ship. He was like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm done with you guys. You guys go out into the storm. You I'll meet you out there. Yeah. Yeah, so pretty cool. Yeah, it's just so key. And I mean, we'll, we'll have another conversation about rest and about Sabbath and all of those things, because I think busyness and that, they go hand in hand. They're in competition for sure. They really, really are. And so, you know, the importance of rest, because busyness can really try to push those things out. And so it's important 
Because Jesus, like you said, prioritized people. That's the whole reason he came down to this earth was because of people, and that was his number one mission. So being able to continue to see people, but thinking about Jesus being the perfect man, even he needed rest. Even he needed to find his priorities of, man, when do I need to have my time with my father? So it's interesting to see that even the person that we base our lives off of and try to model even he needed to do that as well. Yeah, so, and that's so, such, I'm glad you brought that up, because it's an easy trap to fall into of, man, does that make me weak? Like, does it, like, I shouldn't need to rest, right? Like, I gotta go, 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 go. Gotta grind. And no, like, like, that's not what we were made for. That's, you're talking about the default, and we're not pursuing the default of this world. I'm pursuing my designer, right? Mm -hmm. I'm pursuing how I was created to be, and how I was created to be out of the gate, day seven, needed rest rest and so there's a reality to that thing so we i I think we've covered some cool bases here where we've talked about some head stuff of like the hierarchy and we've talked about some heart stuff like my posture of of where like my heart needs to be Mm -hmm. uh tied into this but i want to get to the hands yep like okay so what are what are we asking our viewers to do with this like brian is there a practical way uh for them to kind of address the busyness issue Mm -hmm. the hurry issue uh and to maybe make some changes yeah, so I, I think really a really cool practice that, that you were just talking about for your life is make a list, make a make a high make a hierarchy of these different positions and these different roles that you have in your life. So um, whether it be you know a son or daughter of the king, uh, a coworker, a husband or a wife, um, a mom or a dad, all of these different roles and these different things that usually have tasks associated to them, like there's obligations and things that you have in those um, and write those out yep. in order of, of what you think is the most important, um, like how you actually prioritize them. Come on. And so once you do that and you kind of have that list, what I would recommend or what I would say is to write down your schedule of what you kind of do throughout the week. Um, you can make it general, but like in the morning, what do you do? Do you have uh, uh, maybe coffee with your spouse? Do you make breakfast or maybe do you just get on your phone and look at YouTube? You know, what do you do throughout the day? And so once you write those out, I would look and have those side by side and say, okay, well, if I say that my biggest priority in my life is to be a son or daughter of the king, but then I look at my schedule and I see that I'm only spending 10 minutes per day praying in the car, do I really have that as my biggest priority? Yeah. So I would write those things out in your life and really see, I say I prioritize these things, but is my schedule and where I'm spending my time and my energy match up with that? Yeah, and and this is a great chance, again, like as always, great chance to bring this to the person discipling you. Mm-hmm. Because like you can lay it before them and say, hey, this is my list, Yeah. right? And, the, and then they can be like, okay, so so why is... So, so if I made the list and I brought this over to, to Terry or somebody else where I said, hey, like this is my list, mm-hmm. he might say, hey, Josh, why is being a student pastor your number one? Yeah. Like, because, hey, Josh, that's your job. And like, that's important. And that's a ministry. And that's godly work. That's great. But listen, my first ministry is not student ministry. My first ministry is in my home. Yeah. Uh, and so, and he would challenge that and press mm-hmm. on that just because just we make a list of priorities doesn't mean it's a list that reflects Jesus's priorities. No. And if the goal is, I'm going to be a disciple, right? Like, we're going to make and send disciples who love and live like Jesus, then we got to love and live like Jesus, and my list needs to match up with his, and then we can flip it over and look at the schedule and say, hey, okay, now let's get practical. My priorities are over here. Do these match up? And where aren't they aligning? 
Yeah, that's going to be so crucial. And I think for a lot of people, that's going to be a big eye opener. I know for me, when I really sat down and kind of evaluated those things and understanding that, man, this is my position, like as a young adults director, uh, I was spending more time trying to love on young adults than I was trying to love my own wife. And that really came out because of the schedule, because of where I was spending my time, um, even where you're spending your money, like those things, like where your heart lies um, and the things that you do with your hands and your eyes, that's where your heart is too. And so I was able to see that by really looking at my schedule and saying, where are my priorities right now? And what do I need to do to change that? Yeah. And we, and like together, we just, we need to get it together, right? Like we need to figure this thing out. That's why we have this podcast. Yeah. uh, Because... We're broken people, but we're also broken people on a mission uh, to love and live like Him. Yeah. And so what does that look like? That looks like us diving into these conversations, us us figuring this out together. Y'all, thank you for joining us this week. We loved getting to have time with you as we unpack what it is to do life together. We'll see you next week. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Podcast 419. If you want to learn more about us, you can check us out on our website, podcast419.com.